Hello, and welcome to A History of Japan. Season 11, Episode 14, To Rome and Back, The Journey of Hasekura Tsunenaga. Bonus Episode. In the first episode of this season, we discussed the shipwreck of a Manila galleon off the coast of Japan in 1609, and the subsequent journey of a Japanese galleon named the San Buenaventura in 1610, which transported the shipwrecked crew to New Spain, which is today called Mexico. Assisting that trade mission was part of Tokugawa Ieyasu's contemporary objectives in establishing trade between Japan and the Spanish Empire's colonial holdings. In addition to the Spaniards, Portuguese, and other ethnic groups manning the San Buenaventura, there were 23 Japanese men, including a merchant named Tanaka Shosuke. While he did spend some of his year abroad in the usual merchant business of buying and selling, Tanaka Shosuke was also tasked with researching the latest silver mining techniques being used in New Spain. While gold tends to get a lot of attention historically, silver was more highly sought after throughout East Asia in the 1600s as a bulk medium of exchange and for minting coins. Because it tends to be mixed with other less precious metals, the extraction of pure silver is very difficult, and Shosuke would, after a year in New Spain, return to Japan with reports about more efficient techniques for producing it from Japanese mines. In addition to his studies and his trading, Shosuke also became a Christian while in New Spain, and was given the name Don Francisco de Velasco upon his baptism. In the spring of 1611, he embarked for Japan along with Captain Sebastián Vizcaíno. In many ways, the first voyage of Tanaka Shosuke was symbolic of the shogunate's attitude toward foreign powers and potential trading partners in the early 1600s. Rather than being a suspicious potential source of unrest and societal upheaval, it is clear from Shosuke's mission itself that the Bakufu thought of the Spanish, Portuguese, and Dutch as potential sources of technological advancements and learning opportunities. Though Japan's history with Christianity was already somewhat complicated by the early 1600s, Shosuke's adoption of that foreign faith does not appear to have caused any problems for him at home when he returned in 1611. Meanwhile, in Tohoku's Sendai domain, problems were only beginning for a middle-aged samurai named Hasekura Tsunenaga. In 1612, his father, a date retainer named Hasekura Tsunenari, was accused of corruption. He was tried, found guilty, and sentenced to execution in 1613. Partly as a deterrent and partly to satisfy tradition, it was the usual custom in Japan in those days, and for many centuries before, that punishment would be meted out not only against the guilty party, but often against many members of their family as well. Curiously, Date Masamune did not exercise the practice of collective punishment against Tsunenari's family. Instead, he approached his son, Hasekura Tsunenaga, with a proposition. Tsunenaga would represent the Date clan abroad in a globe-spanning diplomatic mission which would launch later that year. Tsunenaga accepted, likely grateful for the opportunity to recover some of his family's lost honor. Wanting to provide a way for Spanish explorer Sebastián Vizcaíno to return to New Spain, the shogunate ordered that a new galleon be built and placed Date Masamune in charge of its construction. 
The vessel, named the San Juan Bautista, Spanish for St. John the Baptist, was completed in an impressive 45 days with thousands of specialists working in concert to ensure its seaworthiness. A Spanish friar named Luis Sotelo was especially instrumental in the ship's construction. The San Juan Bautista departed Japan for New Spain in late October of 1613 with nearly 200 people on board. Ten were samurai representing the shogunate, twelve represented the Date clan, and around 120 who were either servants, sailors, or merchants rounded out the Japanese on board. Another 40 or so men were Spanish and Portuguese sailors meant to supervise the journey. The ship arrived in New Spain in early 1614 after a journey of three months, making port at the city of Acapulco. Among the Japanese was the merchant Tanaka Shosuke, who was eager to return to New Spain and continue learning and trading. Unfortunately, certainty over his ultimate fate remains elusive, and we don't know if he continued to Tsunenaga's next destination, or remained behind in Acapulco, or even if he ever returned to Japan at all. The San Juan Bautista itself remained anchored at Acapulco for a year, but Hasekura Tsunenaga would not be aboard during its return journey. He and the rest of the official embassy traveled onward to Veracruz, to the east, and in July of 1614 they boarded a ship bound for Cuba. After stopping in Havana for a larger craft capable of navigating the Atlantic, they set sail and arrived in Sanlúcar, Spain in October, about a year after they had departed Japan. They traveled through Spain and reached Madrid in January 1615, there they waited for an audience with King Philip III, who, in addition to being the king of Spain, was also the king of Portugal, Naples, Sicily, Sardinia, and who was also the Duke of Milan. He was part of the Spanish branch of the Habsburg dynasty, who collected noble titles the way that normal folks collect Pokemon. King Philip received his Japanese guests politely and accepted a letter from Date Masamune. In addition to delivering said letter, Hasekura Tsunenaga also made an offer of a treaty. The king replied with non-committal niceties, and as a show of good, ahem, faith, if you'll pardon the pun, Tsunenaga converted to Catholicism. The man acting as his godfather was none other than Francisco Gomez de Sandoval y Rojas. Yes, that Francisco Gomez de Sandoval y Rojas, the Duke of Lerma, who served as King Philip's primary administrator and was essentially the power behind Philip's throne in Spain. Quite an honor, and certainly an indicator that Date Masamune may have been looking for more than just a trade partner. The Japanese embassy traveled around Spain until late summer of 1615, when they were granted permission to travel to Italy and seek an audience with the Pope. However, Shortly after their departure in August, they encountered unfavorable weather and weighed anchor in the southern French town of Saint-Tropez. The presence of East Asian visitors in the town soon attracted the attention of local residents, as well as nobility, who came to gawk at the strange manners, dress, and weapons of these visitors. This visit is marked as the beginning of historical French-Japanese relations. Finally, in late September, they arrived in Rome. In early November, their request for an audience with the Pope was granted. Hasekura Tsunenaga delivered two letters to the Bishop of Rome, ostensibly identical missives, one written in Japanese and the other a Latin translation. 
The letter included a plea for the church to send more missionaries to Sendai Domain, with Masamune seemingly agreeing to convert his subjects to Christianity. There was also a request for the Pope to order New Spain to trade with the Date clan. The Pope agreed to send missionaries, but left the matter of a trade agreement with Spain itself, deferring to its leaders. Whether Masamune was sincere in his desire to Christianize Sendai Domain is a matter of fierce debate among modern historians. Some point to the plain fact that he had not personally converted, and likely had no intention to do so. He claims in his letter that he desired conversion and would have done so already except for a few minor unnamed obstacles. Hasekura Tsunenaga's own conversion may have been ordered by his daimyo, but even this might only point to a desire to get foreign support for the Date clan, potentially as part of a larger future move against the Tokugawa government. Ieyasu himself had been courteous and even friendly to Christians until doing so no longer served his political purposes. As we've discussed previously, everything changed in 1614 when Ieyasu ordered the expulsion of Catholic missionaries. This was ordered just a year after Hasekura Tsunenaga left for his mission, and it would complicate matters for the Date clan's objectives. When Tsunenaga returned to Spain from Italy in 1616, news of Ieyasu's religious expulsion had already reached Europe. The king of Spain refused the proffered trade agreement with the Date clan on the grounds that the Date were subservient to the Tokugawa, who were the true rulers of Japan. If Tsunenaga harbored any hopes of building foreign support for a revolution against the new shogunate, such dreams were now impossible, and his mission was ultimately a failure. There would be no trade agreement, and any Catholic missionaries sent to Sendai Domain would be turned away. A lot had changed in the two years he'd been gone. In June of 1616, a ship embarked from Sevilla in southern Spain, and a likely dejected Hasekura Tsunenaga was on board. There is significant evidence that some of the Japanese who had accompanied him stayed in Sevilla. Today, in and around that city, there is a sizable population of people whose last name is Japon, which is Spanish for Japan. It is believed that the Japones of Sevilla are descended from some of the Japanese who stayed behind on Tsunenaga's voyage. Hasekura Tsunenaga himself remained in New Spain for another five months before embarking once more upon the San Juan Bautista for the Philippines. He arrived in the spring of 1618 along with Luis Sotelo, and the Spanish colonial government there promptly arranged to buy the San Juan Bautista. At the time, Dutch and English competitors were making increasingly troublesome inroads into East Asia, and they wanted every available ship ready to make war if necessary. The San Juan Bautista was refitted with as many cannons as it could safely hold, and with the proceeds of the sale, Hasekura Tsunenaga arranged for another ship to be built, which would finally carry him to Sendai. In late summer of 1620, after nearly seven years away from home, Tsunenaga returned at last, bringing with him many goods which he had purchased for his master, Date Masamune. It's a common phenomenon that, when traveling far from the place you call home, your home changes while you are away. The Japan which Tsunenaga had left was a burgeoning trade power who was seeking more connections with the broader world around it. When he returned, not only had the shogunate adopted an openly hostile approach to Christianity, but Tokugawa Ieyasu had died and his son Hidetada had been ruling solo since 1616. 
Hidetada and Iemitsu after him would both pursue isolationist policies with the objective of eliminating uncontrolled foreign influence over Japanese culture and politics. For Tsunenaga personally, this hit especially close to home because he had adopted the very faith which was now being openly persecuted. It's hard to be certain about what exactly came next for Tsunenaga. A few days after he returned and gave his report to his daimyo, Tate Masamune issued a domain-wide edict throughout Sendai announcing that Christianity was illegal, and that anyone caught practicing its sacraments or hiding missionaries would be exiled if they were samurai, executed if they were any lower caste. Some historians imagine that an impassioned Tsunenaga perhaps argued too firmly that Masamune should rebel against the Tokugawa shogunate and seek foreign support for this power play, and that Masamune's edict was a reaction against such a plan. I think it far more likely that, being a notoriously practical man, Date Masamune most likely heard Tsunenaga's report and rightly perceived that help would not be forthcoming from any European powers. Because the Spanish had refused to even consider a trade agreement, he must have surmised that a military alliance would be out of the question entirely. He also would have known from Tsunenaga that the Spanish in the Philippines were preparing for a war against the Dutch, and would likely have little materiel to offer in the event of an intra-Japanese conflict. Masamune's threats against Christian believers in Sendai Domain were soon demonstrated, and many were executed who refused to apostatize by stepping on images of Jesus Christ. As for Tsunenaga, it is generally accepted that he died of illness in 1622, but which of the three graves which claim to house his remains is authentic is really anyone's guess. The fate of some of his descendants was, unfortunately, much darker. In 1637, his son Tsuneyori came under suspicion because two of his household servants had been discovered as secret Christians and were tortured to death. Tsuneyori escaped their fate because he was closely tied to a Zen monastery which protected him for the moment. In 1640, however, another pair of secret Christian servants from his household were discovered, and this time Tsuneyori was found guilty of failing to denounce known Christians. He was beheaded, and the Hasekura family was dispossessed of its holdings. A younger brother of Tsuneyori managed to escape a similar fate and disappeared, but we do not know what became of him. However, Tsuneyori's son Tsunenobu survived, and the Hasekura family line continues today in modern-day Miyagi and Akita prefectures in Tohoku. Upon Tsuneyori's conviction and execution in 1640, the Hasekura family estate was raided as part of the escheatment process, and inspectors discovered over 50 Christian items which Tsunenaga himself had brought back from his grand voyage. These included crucifixes, rosaries, paintings of saints, and medallions. Most of these items can be seen today on display in the Sendai City Museum. While the tale of Hasekura Tsunenaga is ultimately a pretty sad story, his life mirrors the early Edo period shift in Japan's outlook from being a relatively eager global trading power to its ultimately xenophobic path of isolation. Whether Tsunenaga himself remained a secret Christian or apostatized is not known, but his companion Luis Sotelo believed that he actively worked to harbor secret Christians whose lives were threatened by the state. Luis Sotelo continued trying to minister to secret Christians after Tsunenaga's death, but was himself brutally executed in 1624 by being burned at the stake. 
Tsunenaga's voyage was largely forgotten and ignored in Japanese history until 1873, when a Japanese embassy to Rome was regaled by their Italian hosts about the 1613 mission. Author Shusaku Endo, famous for writing the recent film-adapted novel Silence, wrote his novel The Samurai in 1980 as a fictional account of Tsunenaga's journey. While Japan had become more geopolitically isolated during the early Edo period, Sakoku would not last forever. However, it won't be until the end of next season that the country would officially reopen to foreign visitors and trade. Next time, we will explore the process by which Tokugawa Ieyasu was transformed from ruthless power-brokering shogun into a god at whose altar future shoguns would kneel and pray. Until then, thank you for listening. If you would like access to exclusive bonus episodes, as well as ad-free versions of the regular episodes, please consider supporting this podcast at patreon.com slash ahistoryofjapan. Thank <laughs> you.